0: podcast is part of the sports social podcast network hear that that's the sound of the 2023 chevy silverado's 2.7 liter high output turbo engine delivering 430 pounds per foot of torque with no compromise durability impressive power whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends thanks this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride and most importantly This is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today for a test drive. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. So here we are again. Another day, another defeat in this never-ending season of misery for Chelsea. Arsenal 3, Chelsea 1. I don't think that anyone should be surprised by that result. I personally felt like Chelsea were going to lose 3-0 which means it was actually a little bit better than I anticipated. But in the first half, I thought maybe it actually could be a lot more. And it probably should have been. It probably should have been four, five, even six, if Arsenal were a little bit clinical. And actually, by the end, it didn't look as bad as it could have with Nani Madawake's consolation and the fact that Chelsea in that last 10 to 15 minutes looked like they could have actually maybe scored a second. And it could have looked a little bit more respectable. It looked like Arsenal actually were a little bit tense in those last 15 minutes which maybe speaks to their problems in recent weeks but as we know this season and as probably everyone should have known going into this game chelsea were not going to exploit any of those problems and i was a little bit bemused by some of the suggestions in in the upcoming like the, the recent days that chelsea would would cause a problem to arsenal and it's just this is what chelsea are now and um at, at least for this season I guess the only consolation I've been looking at, as I'm sure a lot of you have in, in concern looking down the table, the, the potential of relegation, that it now is kind of very, very unlikely that Chelsea will get relegated simply because I think if Leeds or Leicester lose this weekend and particularly Leeds are away to Manchester City, Chelsea will effectively be safe even if we were to lose every single game until... The end of this season and that's purely because of the better goal difference that's not because of points and I keep on saying this I do think Chelsea are the worst team in the Premier League currently I think based on form and based on the performances based on the lack of any sort of semblance of, of a plan I think we are I, I just in terms of the resources we have in terms of the underperformance in terms of the coaching in terms of so many things that I think contribute to that not I I just don't think this is a hyperbolic point of view I I don't I I think I just look at the team and I look at other teams and I I think maybe Everton probably in terms of the number of goals they concede but Southampton went to the Emirates and scored three goals recently Uh, Southampton have beaten Chelsea two times this season and I, I just You know, you you go through every team below us and, you know, Crystal Palace are banging in goals. Bournemouth are effectively safe now who we play on Saturday. Nottingham Forest have at least scored some goals in recent weeks. That's what makes it so bleak at the moment. And, you know, I, I, I don't. It's difficult to make videos at the moment and to kind of assess what's going on because I think we've all reached a conclusion about this season, I have at least, and it's just about waiting now. It's like a contractual obligation to watch the rest of these games because now it's just about getting to the summer and the fact that Chelsea probably will just be safe because the teams below us don't have enough games to catch us speaks to the complete humiliation of this season. You know i felt that frank lampard you know coming in hasn't been able to to rectify anything and you know for his coaching career is going to be completely in tatters after this um and it's another case where he has come into a, a situation that many others wouldn't have wanted to and it does kind of you know it does slightly concern me the amount of you know losses chelsea have you know, Pochettino whether he wants to take this role. But I I do think he will take the role because he will be disconnected from this season. And I think the sheer, you know, weight of the failure this season will force the hand of this club to sell a lot of these players and and take drastic action. I think it's so abundantly clear. There's no kind of... There's not, you know, any, you know, papering over the cracks, which is an expression that has been used in recent seasons, but there really isn't this time. I mean, it's so obvious the scale of failure is just so drastic but I do just look at the team currently and how inept it looks and how little uh, inspiration it has it is I think Matt Law tweeted this last night in response to the the game that you know you have to temper your expectations next season but I think they've become so low that As I say, when I talk about Chelsea being the worst team in this league, I think what I consistently refer to is the lack of output from what we've, you know, the lack of value from these group of players, the lack of any semblance of a plan, the lack of anything that resembles a team that's just cohesive. And I think that Pochettino doesn't have to do a lot to show some form of improvement. You know, if you get a team that is starting to score goals that looks like a bit of a threat that can connect passes and doesn't concede goals so consistently, that doesn't have large gaping holes within the squad, a a profile of a squad, a profile of a starting 11 that seems to match well. You know, even Noddy Manawake's performance last night looked like a bit of an improvement based on what we've seen in recent weeks. And that is how drastically poor this season has been you know if we start if pochettino was able to oversee some decent results against you know some of the the better teams in this league i think it'd be seen as an improvement so i don't know at this point how many grand conclusions any of us can make for the rest of this season you know because i i don't i personally am at this point and you know this is not me accepting failure but I generally and I'm not just saying this again to, to say something outlandish. Based on the evidence I have in front of me, you know, two points is what I see for the rest of this season. Based on the teams we are playing, based on a lot of them being above us in the table, and based on the fact that the two teams we face now in Bournemouth who are effectively safe now, um are I think are a better performing team at the moment, like a more unified team at the moment, and Nottingham Forest are fighting for their lives. And the fact that we can't score goals consistently, you know, leaves you at such a disadvantage. And and as I've been saying since the summer, I, I think that you know when you have a team that is so incapable of responding to moments of adversity, you are really in a dangerous position. And, and as I say, if if Chelsea didn't have the points they did, and you know we had kind of ten more games to play, you would be really concerned. But I think Chelsea will just crawl over the line in terms of safety just by default but the idea of us you know getting into the top half I think it it would take something extraordinary from this point Uh, you know a level of improvement in performance that just is you know you just haven't seen any evidence of this season I, I think that's the that's the big issue this season is there have been just this is kind of where Chelsea should be finishing you know and I know that people will say that that's, again, outlandish based on the finances. It is, of course, is a massive failure. Of course, it's an underperformance. When you actually just look at the whole season and look at what Chelsea have been doing, particularly in the Premier League since August, it's not that surprising. We are where we probably should be based on the performances we have been given for the majority of this season. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Arsenal completely outplayed us. I think it was expected. I thought the way, it, the difference, you know, in, in their ability to, you know, exploit the gaps, you know, you play you had a 4-3-3 against a 4-3-3 on the, is very cohesive. I thought, you know, the the, the space that Martin Odegaard were, was able to exploit on both goals, you know, spoke volumes, particularly when you're looking at players like Mateo Kovacic, who has always been a bit abject off the ball, but I thought he was pretty poor last night. Of course, he did contribute to Chelsea's goal. He did a brilliant ball for Nani Madawaeke. Uh, but i thought he was he was left wanting i felt you know raheem sterling too some of the marking in between those goals it really does take the mick you know i think that some of the players their, their lack of application is very hard to stomach at times and you know i, I think that at times we just saying the players don't care i think is is sometimes a little bit too simplistic because I can't believe these professionals don't care about the humiliation they are getting on a weekly basis. Uh, but I, I do think it is a reflection on just how much of a mess this season is. And, and you know, for some of those professionals, particularly older ones, um, and, and just seeing players like say says La who, you know, it's, it's just hard to watch him now and it's hard to see a player that I just feel should have been sold at least last year. I think maybe the year before then we could have let him go. You know, it, it's, it's hard to sort of look at these, these, these failures consistently and, you know, look at this over a long period of time and, and feel that it's just acceptable in any way. And um, I think that my hope is um, that there is a, a serious cutting down of this squad and understanding that if, if Pochettino or whoever the next head coach is, if we are going to have any sort of decent season next year, you need to cut the squad drastically. You need to get out players who have no interest in playing for Chelsea and have shown no ability to respond to what has been a very, very challenging season. You need to let those characters go and you need to get some semblance of unity back in the team. You know, there was a point where Arsenal were, were suffering a lot of these problems uh, before and actually a little bit after Mikel Arteta arrived. Manchester United had an abysmal year where it looked like they were a million miles away from where they are now it doesn't, with the finances Chelsea have, and actually with the quality of players, some of the quality of players Chelsea have, I don't think it takes a lot to make at least the team look a little bit more cohesive, I actually don't, and I know that may sound farcical with what I've been saying in terms of the way Chelsea look like the worst team in the league, Uh, but the saving grace of the end of the season, and the saving grace of appointing a a coach I think as good as Pochettino, and particularly if you let a lot of the unwanted players go and and trim the fat, I, I do think that with the quality of players we do have actually under a, a good coach, I do think it will make a sizable difference next season. That doesn't mean I think Chelsea are going to jump up to fourth or even third. Um, maybe the benefit of no European football could make, could make that difference, like we've seen Newcastle benefit from this season. Uh, but I wouldn't expect anything drastic. But I think from a, a supporter point of view, just a happiness point of view, you know, I just want a bare minimum of output and it's just absolutely unacceptable that this season has gone the way it has uh you know context as much as it can be used about what has happened at this club over the past 12 months there is just you, you know it books should be probably written about this season in truth because it's just been staggering how bad it's been so Again, I feel like I could keep on recording this same uh, show and and review because I I feel like I'm just going to be a broken record for the end of the season, which is why I'm more interested in Maurizio Pochettino coming in and getting that over the line and then starting to think about what next season is going to look like. But I just, I have simply for those, some of whom I know went to the game last night and those who will be traveling to Bournemouth, I will be at the Nottingham Forest game and, and the rest of the home games for this season. And, you know, you, you just dread to think how bad it can get and, and what point these group of players, and particularly Frank Lampard, is going to get something out of, of these players. But I do think Lampard has to take a lot of responsibility because his inability to, you know, particularly this is a guy who's been in, in coaching for a few years now to, to show any response and to show any ability. There's, of course, nuance within taking over these group of players that were struggling under Graham Potter, I think, a more tactically astute head coach. But for him still to, to be overseeing these kind of chaotic performances doesn't reflect well on him as a coach. And I think it's going to be very difficult for him to get another job after this. But those are my thoughts. Let me know yours in the comments below and I will see you again very soon. All the best. Podcast Network.